L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. live on a Wednesday. 200 Fox Sports Radio stations, coast to coast, 6 o'clock Eastern, drive time, 3 here in Las Vegas. What a day. We're going to be talking about who are the best teams in the NFC. Fezzik joins. He's one of the pros who know. NFL expert. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. 
You cannot have pros without Joe's. He's in L.A. He's Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And we start on straight out of Vegas with Jalen Ramsey's status for this weekend's game against the Denver Broncos. The Jaguars all-pro cornerback who wanted a trade earlier last week. The rumors were out. He called in sick to practice earlier this week. And now his status for this weekend is up in the air. The report is lower back and hamstring issues. Okay, is he sick or is it lower back and hamstring? Who knows? Changes from day to day. <laughs> well, to me, this reminds me in our high school growing up, you were allowed a certain number of days off before you got like a, a, a flunk, I guess. You'd flunk out. So I planned it because I didn't get sick very often. I would take a half a day every two weeks and it worked out and I would miss the morning that had four periods. The afternoon would have three. And, oh, one of those years I had two study halls. So I would get credit for half a day for one class. So I think this feels a little bit not about sickness. What do you think, Jonas? Yeah, I would say that there's probably a little bit more to it, although I'm willing to buy the sickness more this time around just based on the fact that if he wanted out, then why would he have played on a short week and but he can't play on this week with extended rest. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know here's my thoughts on that. I think that, and we were live on air right before the game last week. The thought was he may or may not play, and then late in the show it was like, yeah, he's going to play. And it's like, hmm. It felt like he felt like they were conceding. Uh, I guess uh, giving in to his request. And then it's like, okay, fine, right? Imagine if you're asking someone you're, that has you under contract, hey, I want a request, which is not part of the contract, which is I want to get traded. And they seem kind of, okay, yeah, we'll do it, perhaps, yeah. And then it's like, uh, but you got, you know, it's important you play tonight. No problem, no problem. And then after he plays, it's like, and I'm not saying that what Jacksonville even said, I don't know, but it feels like he feels like, the chance of him getting traded has decreased. Now, what we've got is we've got actual sound, and this came from Uninterrupted 17 Weeks, which is LeBron's platform, and this is an excerpt in which he talks about Ramsey, what led up to and how he made the decision to request the trade. Requesting the trade it was something that's kind of been building over a little bit of time. Uh, it has nothing to do with my teammates. Here, I love all my teammates here, and it has nothing to do with the city. I love the city here, uh, but it's more so with the, the front office and the organization. Uh, there had been an incident on the sideline with me and Coach. I didn't think much of that. That happens all across the league. I mean, we see we see Tom Brady get into it with his coaches, and he's the greatest of all time. And I feel like that guy blew up a little bit more than it should have. Um, some disrespectful things were said on their end that made me definitely walk out and call my agent as soon as I walked out. And I told him, I said, it's time. I, I, my time is up here in Jacksonville. I said, I, I want to uh, ask for a trade. So my response to that is, one, it seems very genuine, right? So for whatever that's worth, because I think on the other hand, it seems interesting that someone under contract is saying my time here is done. And to me, this is an ongoing issue. And I think one that we're going to have for years and years to come to wrestle with is how much player empowerment 
means that the players have this power and not that power? Where is that empowerment going to reside? Because to me, if it's getting paid a fair amount, no doubt. And I think the owners today are suffering in a way for what happened in generations past. I mean, when you think about, and here in Vegas, it's a famous story, is Joe Lewis, as good a boxer maybe as ever walked the planet, was uh, IRS, had liens on everything. He was living on a stipend and was a greeter at a casino. And it's like this guy was as good as anyone. This guy with, uh, you know, fighting the German, uh, uh, what was it, Schmeling? The idea was he was fighting for America, for, and for us, though I wasn't alive. And I think a lot of athletes got taken advantage of. I know they did. And now there's a sense of, well, we're not going to get taken advantage of. And I think sometimes it's a really righteous pursuit with the athletes. And sometimes you got to ask yourself, if a contract, if, if the owners have to honor the contract, there hasn't been a single case where an NFL owner hasn't honored a contract. Now, we can debate, well, Antonio Brown, well, there were conditions in it. Let an arbiter or uh, arbitration decide. Okay, fine. And maybe the Pats will have to pay, maybe they won't. Same thing with the Raiders. Uh, you also can say, well, there's no guarantees. Yes, there are guarantees. It's called the guaranteed money that's at the front. And when you have the leverage like Cousins did, how much did he get guaranteed? A lot. So, yeah, it's the economics of each individual sport. But the owners do abide by the contracts in every case, and the players seem to think it's optional. I'm just not sure how that works out in the long run, and I'm just not sure how you can be a fan of a team and see your players doing, you know, your team, their players doing that, and then feel the same thing for the team. To me, keeping the business in the background, I think, is one of the tricks to get the fans to feel fanatical about it. Because if it feels like dollars and cents, well, it's hard to put your heart into it the way that fans tend to. Now, another contract situation, RJ, involves Melvin Gordon. He's been holding out from the L.A. Chargers. They're running back, and he wants a new deal. Melvin Gordon, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, is close to ending his holdout within the next week or so, but still no new contract in hand. A.K.A. giving up yes. is what we're saying. Yeah, right? he lost. But in a weird way, he almost free-rolled it because if he would have, you know, he, he missed a couple game checks, maybe he's going to miss one more, but he's going to get his year, uh, you know, his year tally as he's moving towards being uh, a free agent. And he lost a percentage, yeah, but look at Le'Veon Bell. I think what Le'Veon Bell has proven is, or proved is that you can win these games of chicken. The Steelers were pretty ruthless. They were like, we're going to tag you once, we're going to tag you again. There's a different tag you might not have read about. And it's like he just, you know, in a way I respect it because unless the league, and I think this Ramsey situation is, is dovetails into it. Let's say he does play and he gets burnt a couple times and it just looks like he's not trying real hard. So now what, what do the Jags do? Do they bench him? And then he keeps getting his check, but he doesn't, he's not having to play? Do you what? So, I mean, it strikes me that just like game corruption, you think about what is the nightmare of any league? Tim Donahue, the NBA, oh, these games are like wrestling. This is Vince McMahon stuff. 
Well, if a player is choosing to show up or not show up, is it really that far? Would, if we can't really punish a player for that, it seems like, then if a player doesn't play particularly hard, then now the question is how do you punish that? So this is going to come to a head. It could be next year. It could be five years from now. I hope there's a situation that would ever fair grievance the players have where they feel like, yes, this is the tag is wrong or this is wrong. Make a deal that everyone's happy with, and then you got to enforce it. I get it. If a parent says to a kid, and again, there is kind of an authority figure here, right? This is the employer, the owners, the team. So if the employer says, for example, hey, you can't ever use your cell phone ever, no matter what, during the day, unless you've got a super high-paying job that you're like, okay, I can deal with that. If someone's in the bathroom sneaking a look now and again, it's kind of hard to blame the employee. It's uh, the person sneaking the look because the rules are onerous. The rules are unreasonable in this hypothetical. If they truly are unreasonable right now to the players, then let's fix that. And obviously there's a contract coming up. But then let's make the rules something we enforce. Because to me, I don't really care too much where the line is. I just want to know where the line is so we can enjoy the sport and fast so we can bet on it and win, right? <laughs> and we know where the line on the game is. <laughs> exactly. Guys, uh, it is uh, it is that time where people are starting to take a look at teams around the NFL, and they want to know, all right, who's the best, who's the worst, who are pretenders, who are contenders? And with that, we've got our best, our three best NFC teams. Who do you got there in Vegas? I got to tell you this. I thought it was going to be three best. But Fez had people ahead of my team. So I actually think we're going to look at five in that. But let's take care of the Bears first. The Bears, I think we agree, are the, the fifth, meaning the worst of the best. Fifth your, best in the NFC. Yes, the worst of the best in the NFC. Oh, they're probably the worst of the best in the AFC too. <laughs> right? So because I think it's so much uncertainty with Trubisky, right? I mean, is it really this simple? The Bears have one of the best defenses in the NFL. No question. The Bears have a below-average offense. Oh, yes. So now what? The only question is, are the Bears better on defense than we thought? Are they worse? I think they feel about right. Yeah, I, I agree. And they, I think they've been better on defense even than we expected. All right, so you're saying Elise is good, if not a little bit better. Yes. And then Trubisky's hasn't been good. And we can say three touchdowns. I, Can't no, trust him. Can't trust him to go down the field. I think it's field. more than that. I, don't, I just don't think he's good. I mean, in your quarterback ratings, where do you have him? He is. And because to me, uh, I think what we're seeing with Nagy is the trick. He's run out of tricks, it feels like. Because it used to be the start of the games. They were able to script some plays and trick them. And now it doesn't even feel like that's happening. Yeah, he's number 21. I agree 100%. Used to be the Bears would always start out with a scoring drive, and now that's not occurring anymore. Yeah, and, and we're talking about last year, right? right? Nagy's first year. So 21, you're saying with Trubisky, who's 20, who's 22? Who's the bookend? 20 is Brissett. 22 is Fitzmagic. Okay, so guys, is that's not starting. Yes. <laughs> okay, so maybe that's the, the perfect way to end the Bears is – <laughs> the guy that's not starting is ranked right there with him. So is Trubisky going to get better? I'm not optimistic. Can the Bears somehow win playoff games at home? Yeah, I think they can. I mean, we saw what they did to the Rams last year. 
when the weather turns, that Bears team can be mighty tough. Dominated. Shut down Goff completely. Where, what is the last team to have a below-average offense win the Super Bowl? The the Ravens? Broncos. I mean, I'm talking the Ravens, you know, with uh, Broncos. Dilford. Broncos. Broncos. You know what's funny? You know, we could do a, you know, maybe in June next year, we'll do a whole show on this. This whole Peyton Manning didn't win the Super Bowl for him, but somehow he was horrible. I think both you guys should get your green eye shades on and, 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 and act like you're accountants because I'm telling you right now, if you think if there's any position that you can't just look at the numbers, it's quarterback. So we're saying, oh, Manning's numbers, bottom quartile of the league. Yeah, they were. And then he won the Super Bowl. And how many points did they put up in that Super Bowl? Might want to look this up. It wasn't three. It wasn't seven. It wasn't ten. So when we come back, Fez is going to apologize and Jonas. <laughs> no, maybe not. It might be a multiple-year <laughs> endeavor. But we're going to tell you the Bears are fifth in the NFC. We're going to tell you, and we're going to start at number one right when we come back. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well... 
if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. So, RJ, you guys have ranked your top five teams in the NFC, and you started with number five last segment. Yeah, the Bears were five, but it's not we. It's Fezzik and I going head to head. (laughs) And you know something? When I disagree... I'm not going to go, oh, I disagree. What I'm going to do is play this, which means it's a, it's a battle. <laughs> On a pirate so ship. Just it, yeah. Well, <laughs> Mike Leach style. <laughs> All right, Fez, let's start at one. Other shows would count down, Casey Kasem. We're, like, so confident we got great info. One. Who's Rams. One? The Rams. Whew. Do you think the Rams are overrated? Because they can be one and still be overrated. No, I think... Wrong. Wrong. They are overrated. No, they're number one. No, I didn't say they weren't number one. Mm. Listen closely. I said you can be one and be overrated, right? Ah. And you can be 32 and be underrated. Yes. Correct? Sure. And you can be 32 and be overrated. So, (laughs) So this is relative. Right now, if you had to blindly bet on the Rams or against the Rams, forced blind bet, rest of the year, what do you do? Bet against them. So that means you think they're overrated. Yes. See, eventually you just come around. That was a little too (laughs) easy, though. So let me tell you why I think the Rams are overrated. I think it's all about Todd Gurley and all about how important Gurley is to Jared Goff. Now, we were pounding our fists, and we've been pounding them since about Gurley and the injury report. I'm not going to get us all caught up into that. I'll say it once, probably a quick second time, and then that's it for a while. It's a sham that Gurley hasn't been, unless I'm mistaken, on the injury report since last year's playoffs, Uh, meaning not even in the playoffs. He was in the regular season, wasn't. And you might say, well, how do we know he's injured? Well, we don't know for sure. I agree with you. But here's what I know. Last season, throughout 14 games, he missed two. Gurley averaged 41 yards per game receiving. 41 yards per game receiving. In the postseason, three games, five yards combined total. This regular season, three games, eight yards. So when you have a six-game stretch in which you're averaging about six and a half yards per game. Oh, wait, it's not even six and a half yards per game. It's six and a half yards divided by three. He's averaging about two and a half yards per game receiving. And in the whole season prior, 41. Could that be a coincidence? I don't think so. Now, on first things first today, we're going to play you two clips. The first one from 
the man genius, as they say, very savvy, obviously, about the NFL. Now, there's two clips here combined. Each one's about 15 seconds each. You're going to hear a little bit of music to demarcate the difference. And I want you to listen with the obvious inconsistency. Let's listen. They're incorporating Malcolm Brown more into the mix, which I think is actually a good idea. It's a long season. If he is still coming off an injury, the ability to split the carries a little bit more evenly, as long as you're not sacrificing production, you have a chance now later in the season for that back to be fresher. That may be some of it for Todd Gurley, is understanding that there's always gonna be pain because it is a degenerative knee, and how much pain can you deal with Okay, if he's injured, it might be a good thing. The same segment, he's got a degenerative knee. <laughs> I mean, it's like the, the 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 inside guys in the NFL can't keep their story straight. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't know if Mangini's you know doing it as a favor, if he's just a company man, which I appreciate to some degree. But in media, I want the truth. Right? Is this is going to be looked back on? like a pregnant woman smoking cigarettes. Like, we look back at Mad Men and say how absurd that is. Oh, my gosh, that's, oh, the poor baby. Okay, we're going to look back on the idea that there's millions of dollars being bet on the NFL and they're hiding inside information as, as laughable as, oh, my God, that's crazy, as chain-smoking pregnant ladies. Trust me, this is not a prediction. This is a guarantee. Now, let's give Chris Carter some credit. Our final clip here with Gurley is Carter is telling it like he sees it. When was the last time you seen Todd Gurley run an explosive route down the seam, down the football field the way he used to do the previous three seasons? No. I think Todd Gurley is damaged goods. I think that the Rams are doing the best job to spin this as much as possible there is no other running back that is his age that's on some type of pitch count. Chris Carter, first things first. So, Fez, without Gurley, without the play action, what we've seen is, and again, the, the, the real threat of the play action is you might run, you might pass. I'm not afraid of the run right now as much. The opponents of the Rams, Goff has had, I think it's fair to say, the worst start to any season under McVay. So how I agree the Rams defense is good, but how in the heck can't they be overrated? Goff just signed a major contract. Gurley just signed a major contract. Most casual fans do not understand, I think, how limited this offense is for the Rams. Yeah, and what was most telling So was, yeah, you agree. I agree they're overrated. That Sunday night game against Cleveland, their offense is way overrated. RJ, remember, Cleveland had four gays guys out in their secondary and Gurley's not going out to catch passes, that's a major concern. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that's my victory bell. <laughs> now, you guys are you guys have talked about the LA Rams being number 1 in the NFC or at least Fez sees the LA Rams as number 1 in the NFC. Who else makes up your top 5 other than the Rams at 1 and the Bears at 5? And I got to tell you, Jones, I tend to agree it's the Rams. I think it's a lot closer. And what we're going to do here is we're going to caveat and say the Eagles healthy because what you need to know for sure is the Eagles are not healthy. They're not even close to being healthy, and it's a major problem. But, Faz, assuming they were reasonably healthy, not some utopian dream, but rather a good NFL team that's fairly healthy, where do you got them? Eagles would be three. 
three. So who's two? Dallas. Now, this is funny. You were a Dallas skeptic. I mean, let's be candid. A lot of groans across the country, coast to coast, when you said, uh, I see him kill the Giants. I'm going to upgrade him a half a point. Everyone was like, what? Huh? How? Well, you stuck by that for about mm, seven days. And then the next week, you're like, I was wrong. They, was, they look good. I, you know. So where are you at today? I'm very impressed with Kellen Moore and what he's done with the play action for Dallas. And Dak is so much more comfortable and successful with that. I know they've beaten up on cupcakes, but three straight solid games, obviously, for Dallas. I think that's the question. So remember, guys, occasionally we're going to have strong opinions. But anyone that acts like they have strong opinions all the time is either doesn't know what a strong opinion is or they're lying. So I'm of two minds with Dallas like I am with most teams. Fez, you can answer what you think of this. They've played Washington. They've played Miami. They've played the Giants with Eli. <laughs> Not the Giants. The Giants Not a murderer's row. With Eli, especially on defense. Right. I mean, Miami has the worst point differential of any team in the Super Bowl era after three games. So by that measure, the worst team. Okay. They played Washington, which, let's be candid, their defense has been a humongous disappointment. And Dallas played the Giants, who whatever is going on and will go on with Daniel Jones, the defense is slow. And it was a situation where Greg Cosell said the worst defensive performance against the Cowboys he's seen in decades. On the herd, he said this. So Dak's history is very different than what we've seen this year. So did he all of a sudden become a better quarterback? It happens. Third year, fourth year, it's possible. Or is it about short sample size, because size does matter, quality of competition? Isn't that the concern? Absolutely. And we'll so find how out. how do you balance it? No, no. Mm. There's no answer on this show we'll find out, because then I don't need you, okay? Hey, imagine me on calling. Uh, RJ, what do you think about the Cowboys? You know, it could be this, could be that. We'll find out. We'll see, Colin. Could you imagine if I'm on next week? I think the Dallas offense at this point is slightly overrated. Okay, but still you got him number two. Yes. And number three would be the Eagles then, I guess. Yes. And how would you characterize, you know, I, I think I've got a good take on the defense. You can tell me if you agree with this. The thing about Schwartz, the D.C., and the Eagles is it's predicated that defense is predicated on defensive line pressure. Yeah, they'll blitz, but they don't have to blitz at their best. And if you actually look at it and you say, hey, how good was the Eagles' defensive line coming into the season, you could make the case it was the best unit in the NFL, not just best defensive line, best unit. They were really good in prior you know, recent years, and they had their number one signing, the Eagles did, Malik Jackson, a pro bowler, and he got hurt. He's out for the season. And you might think, okay, eh, they're fine. So Fletcher Cox, who had off-season foot surgery, he's been coming back slow. So he's playing, but he's not near the quality player that he's been. And what we're seeing, I think, with Philly is they, we know they only have two sacks the entire season. That's the second worst behind Denver in the NFL. One was by a safety and another was by a D-tackle who's injured right now, not even playing. So 
I think it's hard to imagine the Eagles playing worse on the D-line. And what's happening is the Eagles are being exposed big time with their secondary. And is that going to get better? Well, if Fletcher Cox gets better, maybe. But I think there's bigger question marks than than just is everyone going to get healthy. I mean, some injuries just linger the whole year. And those D-backs are really, really bad for the Eagles. So, yes, in a perfect world, this is a very good team. I think it's more than just waiting three or four weeks for them to be healthy. Yeah, now one of their D-backs, Darby, is out, injured as well. I got to tell you, you, anyone who watched the Atlanta game saw the pressure get dialed up with all those blitzes, and they couldn't get to Ryan. Now they put pressure on him. So you're saying the Eagles, who typically don't want to have to blitz, felt like they had to. They sent the house at him. And they still were struggling with pressure. Yes. I agree. So I think on paper the Eagles are mighty good. If they're 100% healthy, perhaps. But, hmm, I think that's a big question mark. And, guys, uh, we continue on. So we've got the Eagles there at three. Where do you guys have the Green Bay Packers? Yeah, Fez, we're going to talk about the Eagles Packers tomorrow. So let's go high level with the pack. I think, to me, the main questions are, is the D as good as it seems and is the offense as bad as it seems? Because the offense has been bad. Yeah, very bad and a lot of it's the second half. They haven't made the right adjustments. Green Bay's gotten the lead at halftime, and for whatever reason, the offense has just not worked in the second half for them. Well, it's fascinating you bring that up. It's almost like we planned it. If you look at the Packers this season and you look at their scoring drives, in their scoring drives, they have a total of, let's see, you know, I don't have that number right in front of me. But here's what's fascinating about it. They only had two drives, and this is by memory, and I'm certain of this number. They only had two drives in which it was not a turnover or not a script the first drive of the game. So this is what we said about Nagy, is you can script the plays. You've got these very specific do A, then B, then C. Then they do this, and we do that. And a group coach... The old-timers remember, remember Bill Parcells in the scripted play, or I'm sorry, Bill Walsh in the scripted plays. And it doesn't mean it doesn't count. It just means it's not repeatable. And anyone can score off of turnovers. You have a short field oftentimes. So two times in three games, the Packers have scored when it hasn't been the first drive of the game and it wasn't a turnover. Such so a normal drive. That isn't good. Now, Aaron Rodgers is mighty good. So, if this defense is as good as they seem, then the Packers could be mighty good. I mean, let's just say the Packers are the 10th best offense eventually. Could they be a top three defense right now, Fez? You know, it's interesting. We're ta- yes, we were talking about them. Could they be a top 10 just a couple weeks ago? But I've become a big believer in that Packer defense that essentially has held the lead for them in the first three games. Yeah, Bill Barnwell at ESPN was debating, listen, this could be the best defense in the NFL. Now, again, they played the Bears. Yeah, so let's start there. Uh, you know, obviously strength of schedule, very important this early in the season. This is R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. We've got a couple teams left. So, Fez, we've gone over the best teams in the NFC. One left. It's probably our biggest disagreement. You've got the Minnesota Vikings, number three, assuming Philadelphia at their current health is not number three. 
Make your case. Love what the upgrade to the Minnesota ground game. Dalvin Cook, their running back, has not been healthy in his career with Minnesota. He is healthy now. He hasn't been healthy in his entire career. He's been banged up the whole Just time. Just the whole time. So that doesn't bode too well for the future then, does maybe, it? Maybe not, but the present is now. And Minnesota, 5.6 yards per rush, number one in the NFL, RJ, despite the fact that the opponent knows it's coming. Minnesota's running two thirds over two-thirds of the time. I got to tell you something. This feels like the Chargers to me is for the last five years. You think I'm exaggerating. I'm not five years here in Vegas amongst the wise guys. Oh, those Chargers. Woo, dog. Look at their yards per play differential. Yada, yada, yada. When's Minnesota going to win? I want to see a big game. I'm not talking about a championship. Like when have they won a big game? I'm waiting. The Minnesota miracle against the Saints. Okay. It was a miracle. <laughs> it was a miracle. And how, what big game have they won since that miracle? No, they went into Philly and lost by 100 the next week. And after that? Nothing. I mean, they went into the Pats, and they're always got that. I mean, they went into Green Bay, and the line was bet down. Green Bay's home field is like four points. Best in the NFL. Got bet down to two and a half. Didn't, wasn't even in the game. Not in the game. They weren't in the game. They were down five in the red zone. Exactly, with Kirk Cousins. Well, you could, at some good point, argument. you know, it's it's <laughs> it's like on uh, Undisputed, I guess, yesterday, right? Where it's like that's what we call Case Keenum type <laughs> plays. Well, I love that quote. Well, there is certainly Kirk Cousins type plays, and the math ends at some point. Because I tell you, how sucky would it be? If all the little math guys talking like this always got it right, right? So they love Minnesota, and they, and they love the Chargers, don't they? Yeah, Minnesota plus 1.3 yards per play, a wise guy's um, dream team. So he's actually just got baited into saying it. <laughs> so recapping, here's the list from Fez. Rams 1, Dallas 2. Healthy Philly would be 3, but they're out of the list with their current health. Minnesota 3. Disagree, RJ. Four Green Bay, five the Bears. Tomorrow, two of those teams play. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
It's Covino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time to take a look ahead at the top three games in the NFL this weekend. We're going to start with two teams that you mentioned amongst the top five in the NFC, according to you guys in Vegas, and it is the Bears hosting the Vikings, Chicago, a two-point favorite on pregame.com. Think about that. We got two matchups between the top teams in the NFC. One tomorrow we'll be talking about at length. Eagles at Green Bay, and now this one. Yeah, and I actually like Minnesota in this game. Shocker, because I have them higher rated. That's predictable. All right, now let's talk about this, because we got the NFC title odds, and they pretty much line up with our rankings, except where you and I disagree. Vegas takes an opinion. Rams one, tied with Dallas. Packers three. Saints, and obviously without Breeze, not in the discussion, but with Breeze back right in the discussion, they're four. Bears are five. Vikings are six. So literally, you think the Vikings are three, and Vegas and I think the Vikings are about six. So good luck, fans. So I have an opinion on the Vikings. But one thing I'm sure <laughs> no, about. you like the, you I, like the what Vikings. What I'm sure about is I don't like the Bears. The Bears are a public team. The people love to bet the Bears and all these futures markets. And also the Bears, think about that Monday night football win against the Redskins. That was really about the Redskins and Kirk Cousins, much more in my opinion than about the Bears. Okay, so you're saying the well. Bears just look good on national TV. People love Khalil Mack. This is bringing to be the one defense people like. Minnesota, whatever you say about them, they're not a public team. Kirk Cousins, ah, I see the value. I just think the marketplace isn't on the side. What's the line in this game? Two. And where's the game? Game's in Chicago. So that's saying Minnesota is clearly the better team. Yes. So what do you think the line should be? If the line was three, I could see you saying it should be two. Pick them. Oh, Faz, that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not presented without comment or approval. Uh, guys, it is a matchup of undefeateds in the AFC East. The Patriots are going to Buffalo to take on the Bills. New England, a seven-point favorite on pregame.com. I'm just going to close my eyes and act like you didn't say that. Somehow you think the Bears are three points worse in Minnesota. So if the game's in Minnesota, they should be laying six, six and a half. That's what you're saying. All right. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Go ahead. Next game. I missed. All right. You didn't didn't misspeak. You said something wrong. 
and now we're you're being corrected. Yes. Continue. All right. <laughs> I got a trend for you on this one. So New England dominates in Buffalo. New England's 14-1 and straight up, 12-2-1 against the spread when they travel to Buffalo, RJ. For whatever reason, New England gets up for this game and has success. Well, I think the reason is, and, and that's, you know, again, we're not giving picks here necessarily. I think it's a heck of a trend. You would think that the Pats would maybe overlook the Bills in some years, and it doesn't seem like they do. That, to me, is Belichick wanting to dominate in division. He's been ruthless with that, and I agree that's an important factor. So it's going to be a heck of a game. Guys, on Sunday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys are on the road in New Orleans to take on the Saints. Dallas, a two-and-a-half-point favorite on pregame.com. Yeah, so we're back to Teddy Bridgewater. To me, the main takeaway here is what do you think about Bridgewater? I personally am probably one of the biggest skeptics of Teddy Bridgewater. We'll talk about it on Friday's show The numbers just say this is not a starter in the NFL currently. Fez, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. His last three games, yards per attempt, all under seven. Teddy has not had a solid game his last three starts. So the average yards per attempt in the NFL is? Seven and a half. All right, so he's been below average three games. And you might say three games, three games. Well, we don't have a lot of them since his injury. He also had a poor yards per attempt. Bridgewater did even this preseason. Every Wednesday during the football season, Steve Fezzik gives out his best bet and an early line move in the NFL. Fez, we disagree with passion, and that's great because if we agreed, it would be boring. Now, if we agreed genuinely, it's great because that's like, oh, my God, we got a consensus. It's not always, but what I know for sure is your early best bets are exceptional. Both they win but they, the, the line moves. So if you're going to bet this game, you tell them when to do it. Yeah, and we want to bet this now. We want to bet Miami plus 16 hosting the Chargers, RJ. Now, this is an interesting pick because in my power ratings, I have Miami historically bad. All right, so the worst team in memory. Worst team in memory. I have Miami 15 points worse than an average team. Okay, in- so so 15 points worse means on if they were playing an average team, you add home field. Let's say the average team was at home. The line would be 18. Yes. Against an average team. Yes. All right. So how in the heck can you be playing the worst team ever? Because there's value in the point spread. I only have the Chargers one point better than an average team right now. So think about this. If I have one team that's 15 points worse and one team that's one point better, take the difference. 16-point differential on a neutral field. Mm-hmm. This game's in South Beach. Okay, in South Beach. <laughs> so I, I, this really is such a teaching moment, guys. The worst team can be underrated. The worst team ever can be underrated. Last question. You got 10 seconds for it. Are we sure they're playing hard? I believe they are because I watched the entire game against Dallas, and they weren't good against Dallas, but the Dolphins tried the entire game. And I think that's the change. Early in the year, they were under the radar. Maybe they, the effort wasn't there, but now everyone's talking about how bad they are. They don't want, no professional wants that conversation. I like the pick. Dolphins, early best bet from Fezzik. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.